This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Greg McBride of Allendale. And Greg, boy, did beans take it on the chin here on the overnight. What's going on today? Well, you saw the uh, the meal back off. Meal was the driver behind the uh, the beans and the bean complex uh, rallying last week. Uh, the dryness in South America uh, has obviously been an issue for a long time. They decided to care about it last week, and and we saw a, a nice rally, uh, forty five cents in the beans. Well, they took some of that off. It was kind of interesting. You had no change to uh, to basically anything about the beans on that USDA report on Friday. And in doing that, you still couldn't get a, uh, a rally, even though that was lower than what the, uh, the, uh, the estimates were. So the idea that uh, maybe we kind of petered out on this, uh, on this rally uh, for right now is, uh, is kind of what, uh, what I'm looking at. Uh, for the most part, the macro markets uh, really don't have an influence on us uh, here today when it comes to the, uh, to the bean market. So what kind of things are the markets going to be looking at this week? Uh, is it mainly going to be that South American weather situation? South American weather is such a, is a big deal right now. You've got the kind of constant push-pull, the ebb and flow that uh, goes with uh, weather in Argentina versus weather in Brazil. Extremely extremely good in brazil we're looking at uh, record crops whether it's the corn or the beans and then on the uh, the flip side you've got uh, a drought and a continuing drought uh, in uh, in argentina you look over the next two weeks and there really isn't a heck of a lot of rain there is some in the western portion of the country but even there that's not where they're growing everything so that's uh, that's a big uh, a big concern that is the world's uh, biggest uh, meal exporter uh, in Argentina, and then obviously the world's biggest uh, uh, bean producer and exporter in Brazil. So there's that uh, that dichotomy there that uh, kind of gives us a little reason to think we are going to see some volatility back and forth here. Now, when you talk about that, I mean, Argentina being the largest soy meal processor, you know, if Brazil is producing such a, a record crop and is a high exporter, would it not make sense for Argentina just to be using some of Brazil's beans? Well, that's that's exactly right. I mean, obviously they're in the they're in the production phase at this point. You know, for the most part, it's uh, it's some of it is still being planted, but uh, that's uh, there's nothing guaranteed. A lot of uh, uh, producers in in Brazil have not uh, have not done a whole heck of a lot of uh, selling ahead of time because they've had such issues with uh, with drought and dryness over the last couple of years. They don't want to uh, step in front of it uh, and just in case things uh, take a turn to the negative uh, as we get into the new year. All right. Now, stay, getting out of South America for a little bit, I mean, we, we keep hearing mixed uh, reactions or mixed reports coming out of China as to whether they're going to lift COVID restrictions or ease them or what. And So where are we at going into this Monday and going into this week? Certain uh, certain cities, certain provinces are uh, lifting uh, COVID uh, restrictions. Um, they're backing off on uh, some of the zero COVID policies, but they are seeing uh, big numbers when it comes to new cases, and, and that is a uh, that is a big concern. Um, it's not something that uh, you know you just flip the switch. So even if they're coming out of some of these uh, zero COVID uh, policies, it's not like the uh, the commerce or or shipping or any of that kind of stuff is is going to take right back off. Uh, the usage of of, uh, crude oil is uh, is another one that you have to be uh, be careful of uh, over there because they haven't uh, they haven't been out and, and using it and they're slowly but surely coming out of it. It's not the whole country. It's not like uh, uh, here where everything is open. They've got uh, certain certain cities, certain provinces that are that are opening up and they're still uh, they're still uh, kind of walking on eggshells over there. 
So with that situation, you know, with with Brazil, you know, they they've they've got a good crop, at least the way it looks, you know, and it's not in the bin yet. And you know, China's demand uh, being what it is, I mean, is there any way that the United States is poised to take advantage of that at all? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we'll we'll still see uh, we'll still see demand from uh, from China for uh, U.S. beans. We continue to see them uh, come in and buy from us. It, uh, we have the crop right now. We have the crop to uh, to sell to them uh, over the next couple of months. We typically, as we go into late January, early February, maybe even stretching to March a little bit, we will see uh, we will see those uh, those numbers dip off. That's about the time that. Uh, uh, the production phase is over and the harvest uh, phase has gone on for uh, for parts of Brazil. So that's when they start to uh, they start to ship over there. For us, it, that's when things start to slow down. So we need to pack it in as much as possible right now and over the next uh, month and a half or two months uh, just to, to pad our numbers. As, we're, as we look at it right now, we would say that we are on pace or maybe even slightly ahead of where the USDA wants us for export demand. All right, let's move over to the livestock side of things. You know, we saw a little bit of a better finish for cattle yesterday, uh, last week at the end of the week. What are we expecting going into this uh, this week here? Well, I would think that uh, we're going to see things that kind of go and continue this back and forth uh, motion. I mean, last week we finished on a strong on a strong note, but uh, basically just got back to where we started uh, uh, the week be- uh, that week. So at this point, you're just chopping back and forth, uh, looking over the last two months, uh, especially when you look at the front month uh, February contract. It really has been. Uh, just a, uh, a sideways range between 152.50 and all the way up to about 157. Uh, it does look uh, like we're still in an uptrend. It still looks good. Uh, we've seen uh, uh, cash do a little bit better this week, but those box beef numbers continue to uh, to to hamper and 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 pull us back a little bit. So that's why we continue to see these uh, these choppy numbers uh, when it comes to price. All right. What about on the hog side of things? Hogs are, are a little bit different, uh, and if you look at uh, just uh, pull back on a uh, on a uh, February uh, uh, chart for the past year. I mean, literally, we've we've done this for the past year on this chart. Is we've traded a very wide range. About the end of uh, September, beginning of October, we saw it come out of that range, but it went right back into it. So we're trading this 92 to 84 range. And it's been a very organized trade here. Uh, on the uh, cash pork side of things, it hasn't uh, hasn't been that great. On the uh, on the exports, it hasn't been that great. We did see net uh, net cancellations last week, so that's a little bit concerning. That's one of the reasons we continue to to work our way back down to the lower end of that range. But I think uh, we're we're at that support level right now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see us. Uh, find some support, come back up and, and maybe retest that 90, 91 area on February. It just feels like this, this hog market is waiting for something new and it hasn't decided if it wants to, uh, to take a stand in either direction just yet. All right, Greg. So we're less than three weeks out from the end of the year. And of course we'll have two holidays, which where the markets will be affected in their trading there. I mean, barring any major news geopolitically or any major changes in South American weather, I mean, do you kind of just expect the markets to pretty well hit cruise control here very soon to, into the end of the year? Well, you could. One of the problems that you run into when you start to see volume back off is that you see that volatility uh, kick up. And that's uh, one of the problems that uh, we've had. Uh, you know, look at the at the beans in particular. We've, we've known about this Argentine drought for a long time. It wasn't until last week that we decided to trade it. Now, all of a sudden this week, 
we've taken that back and we've flipped it again. So we continue to see this uh, this volume shift and, and not even volume, but the volatility shifts uh, up, down, back and forth. And it just keeps us, uh, uh, keeps us on our toes here. As you continue to lower those volumes going into the holidays, you've got to be a little bit more careful. And I think a lot of people are still looking out uh, beyond and trying to uh, trying to determine when a recession is going to take hold. That's one of the things that you've looked at with the uh, the crude market, why it continues to sag and, and why it continues to back off. There's a lot of concerns about a recession. If that is the case, as crude goes, a lot of these other commodity markets will go as well. All right, Greg. Well, if folks want to look at some market strategy ideas and talk with the folks at Allendale, how do they get in touch? They give us a call at 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. All right, Greg, thanks for the insight. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, Dustin. That again was Greg McBride of Allendale. Let's go ahead and look at the opening numbers for you. March corn up three at 647 even. May up two and a quarter at 647 and a half. December 23, new crop up one and a half at 594 and a half. January beans down 22 and a quarter at 1461 and a half. Soybeans for March down 22 at 1466 and a quarter. November 23, new crop down 18 and a quarter at 1380 and a quarter. Soy meal for January down $14.10 at 457.50 per ton. Soy oil up 23 cents at 60.24. Chicago wheat up nine and a quarter at 743 and a half. Minneapolis wheat up four and a quarter at 905 and three quarters. Kansas wheat up eight and a quarter at 841 and a quarter. March oats up one and a quarter at 335 and a quarter. February live cattle down two cents at 155.52. January feeders down 25 cents at 183.67. Lean hogs for February down 80 cents at 83.20. Pork cutouts unchanged at 87.10. Class three milk is five cents lower at 20.45. Thanks again to Greg McBride of Allendale for joining us this morning on the Opening Market Podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. <laughs>